Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine, the first episode of 2023. And it's that time of year where many of us are setting goals, many of us are setting resolutions. Personally, I'm not a resolutions person, but I love to set goals. And in this episode of Happy Without Medicine, I'm going to be sharing with you the one thing that I do and the one thing that you must do if you want to actually accomplish your goals for the year. And so enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And I really just want to use this opportunity to say a very big thank you if you've been a listener from day one, if you are just joining, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast community and thank you so much for listening and happy new year if you're listening to this in real time. And today I want to share with you a very, very key part of my goal setting process. And so I like to speak a lot about goals because that's just who I am. And I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, you're also someone who loves to set goals for yourself. You don't necessarily just want to live a life of the status quo where you wake up and you just go through the motions. You actually like to accomplish things. And so I'm that type of person too. And when I set goals, it's less of an intellectual, logical process. I still use my intellect and my logic, but I, it's, my goal setting is more of an emotional and even spiritual process. And let me explain what I mean. So I don't necessarily set goals based on what I feel like I can accomplish because I give myself permission to dream and I give myself permission to imagine and to daydream about what life could look like a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. 50 years from now, obviously I can't see the future, but that actually doesn't stop me from dreaming and from imagining. And I'll talk a little bit about what this all means in a bit. But the more I speak with my patients, the more I'm realizing that the practice of dreaming is something that a lot of people find very hard to do. Many of my patients, and maybe you can identify, but they don't know what they want for themselves because they're used to being told what they should want. You should go to school. You should get a degree. You should get another degree. You should specialize. You should get married. You should buy a house. You should have kids. They've just been told over and over again, whether by parents, teachers, society, the media, social media, they've been told what they should want, what they should strive for, what they should accomplish that they haven't been given the opportunity to learn, to listen to that inner voice that guides them. Many of us doubt ourselves. And for those of you who are women of faith, you doubt God. And so you're so afraid to dream because you ask yourself, what if I'm wrong? Or what if I'm disappointed? Or what if God doesn't come through? Right? Does that sound familiar? 
And maybe you're really good at dreaming in one specific area of your life. For many of my patients, it's typically their career. They've got that covered. (laughs) And maybe probably like you, that area of their life, they have dreams, they have goals, they have ambitions, they're very clear on what they want. And they're pretty confident that they're going to get it. But in other areas, not so much. Maybe you, like many of my patients, are afraid to dream of being financially free and independent one day of owning your own home. Maybe you're afraid to dream of being in a loving, supportive, emotionally healthy romantic relationship one day. Or maybe you're afraid to dream of being physically fit and healthy again one day. But the thing is, I believe that when we limit ourselves from dreaming as a self-protection or self-defensive mechanism, it ends up having the opposite effect in that we somehow end up where we don't want to end up even as much as we try to protect ourselves. And not to mention, it's very exhausting trying to dodge your dreams and trying to push them down and pretend as if you don't want what you actually want. And on top of that, most importantly, we also miss the point of dreaming. And believe it or not, the point of dreaming, and you can debate me on this, but the point of dreaming is not the actual realization of the dream. It's not the dream coming true or coming to pass. That's not the most important part. The most important part, I will argue, and I strongly believe this, is who you are becoming in the process of realizing that dream. And I know that this sounds cliche, but stick with me for a minute. So let me use the example that I often like to use is that say you're about to run a marathon or maybe you're doing an Ironman challenge. So swimming, cycling, running. And the goal, of course, is to finish the Ironman and to cross the finish line. It's going to feel amazing. You're going to feel accomplished. Once you cross that finish line, it's going to feel wonderful. Accomplishing that goal, no doubt, is a huge feat and worth celebrating. And so in the process of having that dream or having that goal, there are certain things that you must do. You're not just going to wake up one morning and you've won an Ironman or you've completed an Ironman. You have to train. You have to be consistent. And consistency is another way of saying disciplined. You have to learn to do things even when you don't feel like it. You do things even when it feels hard. You discipline your mind. You train your body. You eat nutritious meals. You hydrate yourself. You learn to prioritize sleep. You learn to rest when you're injured or you learn to rest to prevent an injury. You get a coach to help you, to motivate you, to train you, to teach you the way. These are just some of the changes that need to happen to your habits, to your mindset, to your physical body in order to then reach that goal of crossing the finish line of this challenge, this race. And listen, you know, I'm not going to argue that it's not important to cross the line. Of course, it's important to cross the line. But this is what I want to highlight that even if you never actually cross that finish line, yes, you're going to feel disappointed. But the transformation that you went through, the changes, the growth that you endured is going to yield even more valuable returns than the reward of winning a race or completing a race, that one-time event of completing a race. Again, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Crossing the finish line, absolutely, that will be amazing. But many times we look at the ultimate goal. It seems too far-fetched, too outlandish too outrageous, right? It seems too out there that 
we sort of squash the dream. We don't even bother entertaining it. We don't bother entertaining it. We try to forget about it. We try to push it down, not realizing that the person that you're becoming in the process of realizing that dream, that is so important. The skills that you're learning, the habits that you're breaking and forming, all of that is so critically important. I would argue even more so than the one-time event of crossing the finish line. It's again, like your desire, deny it or not, your desire for a loving, supportive, emotionally healthy, romantic relationship. It's not just going to happen one day where you open your eyes like a Disney movie and there Prince Charming is waiting for you to be swept off, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't happen that way. There is a journey that you have to go through yourself. You have to go through a journey of self-awareness, of self-confidence, knowing what your values are, having a general sense of direction for your life, self-love, healing, right? All of those things are important on the journey of finding love in a healthy, sustainable, and fulfilling way. And so I say all that to say that the number one thing that I have found to be critically important when it comes to realizing my goals is starting from the dream starting from the dream and dreaming beyond what my intellect and what my logic is going to tell me what's possible and invite you to do the same, okay? And so I would like to share with you my three dreams, three dreams that I have for my three goals of 2020, for three of my goals in 2023. So the way that I set my goals is I think about all my domains of life, right? I think about my spiritual life, my family, my marriage, my home, my health, my finances, my business, my friendships, extended family relationships, and so on. And so I divide my life into different domains. And because, like I mentioned, my faith as a Christian is a big part of how I operate. It's not just listing things down or wishful thinking or going through magazines and cutting out pictures. It's a prayerful exercise for me. So one that I go through prayerfully, I'm meditating through this and I'm journaling through this. Okay. And so I just got to share three of these goals with you. And like I say, these goals are, I allow myself to dream about them. And so the first is my health. And so this year I am really focusing on my health. And so I imagine myself physically fit. I imagine myself weight training to strengthen and tone up my muscles. I imagine my joints getting stronger, my bones getting stronger. I imagine myself eating and preparing nutritious meals and setting a great example for a healthy lifestyle for my kids. Because yeah, Lord knows my habits these days, they not just these days, the past several years through med school and training and residency, working in the ER, I'm all about the snacks. I'm all about the snacks. What can I put in my mouth to keep hunger at bay so I can just have enough energy to keep going? And so those are the habits that I'm breaking. And so I'm imagining myself being intentional about my meals, about my exercise and getting stronger. And so the next area of my life that I'm dreaming about is my family. So I imagine us navigating various transitions that are coming up for us, including our daughter. She's going to be starting grade one and having systems at home in place to support this transition and other things that we want to do as a family, having the rhythms in place in our home, in our family, just to keep everyone happy and healthy and joyful. So I imagine us thriving as a family 
and navigating all the things that are coming up for us in 2023. And then the final dream that I want to share, I imagine my kids playing with my husband as they often do and dancing and singing. I imagine them loving going to school and loving learning. I imagine their teachers, you know, giving us feedback that makes us feel so happy and so proud of them. I imagine us navigating challenges as they grow into independent young children, teaching them, training them, modeling to them. I imagine us just doing these things with grace. Yes, we make mistakes, but gracefully correcting our mistakes and just coming together as a unit, as a family unit to love on each other and to be functioning, contributing members of our community and just doing all of that with love and with kindness and with respect. So those are the kinds of things that I imagine for us as a family. And then for my business, I imagine growing Cami Counseling Services. I imagine having legal structures in place for the foundation of a thriving corporation. I imagine also financial structures in place. Imagine expanding our team because I'm already at capacity now with the patients that I have on roster. So I imagine expanding the team and growing Cami to a place where we are getting rave reviews and referrals and the impact, not just on our patients now, but for generations to come is mind-blowing. And the transformation that we are guiding our patients through is mind-blowing. And of course, you're a part of that too, as a listener of this podcast. So once again, I want to say thank you. And so during my quiet time in the mornings, these are the types of things I dream about. And these are the types of things I meditate on. And my drives to work, my drives back from work, these are the places that my mind go when I think about the different domains of my life. And today I just shared three of them. So my health, my family, my business. And I invite you to do the same. I know it might feel scary to dream, but the biggest take home that I want you to take away from today's episode is give yourself that permission. Don't be afraid to have desires for the fear of disappointment or the fear of being let down. The point isn't to put yourself under this ridiculous pressure to rush to the finish line just so you can say that you crossed the finish line and you completed the goal. The point is, no, that's not the point. The point is to focus on who you are becoming on the journey to making your dreams come true. Okay? So you promise me you're going to start dreaming and allowing your mind to tap into those desires that you've been pushing away for so long. You promise? Okay, good. Now, to end this episode with a quote, this is a quote by Norman Vincent Peale, and it says, it's one that you've probably heard before. It says, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. And that's what I want you to remember is have those big goals, have those outrageous goals, because even if you miss, you're still going to land in a place where you're happy, where you're excited, and where you have transformed into this amazing person closer and closer to the best version of yourself. Okay, I hope you found this helpful. Please share it with any of your friends who might find this helpful. And remember, until next time, I'm here fiercely advocating and wishing for your success and happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up 
when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time. Thank you.